0: Welcome to the Purple Jaguar. Well, it has been a weekend to rival all weekends. In the sports world, we have the Kelsey Bowl. Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey. The Eagles won their game pretty handily, and the Chiefs squeaked out their win. We're going to talk briefly about these games. We're going to talk about the breaking news today and some coaching hires and uh Let's get into it. So let's start off with the Eagles and the 49ers game. Now, this game had a lot of hype leading up to it. You know, it's hard to play in Philadelphia at the link. And the 49ers were geared up and ready to go. Unfortunately, some events happened during the game quickly that kind of snuffed out the competitiveness of this game. And that happened on a fourth and three. The Eagles went for it. Devontae Smith caught a deep pass on the left sideline. It was not actually a catch, but the refs were unaware of this. Devontae Smith, with a heads-up play, told his team to hurry. They hurried, they snapped the ball, and the play will stay as it was. A catch. The Eagles went on to score quickly after, and this could have changed the entire dynamic of the game because on the first 49ers drive as we know Brock Purdy gets sacked it's a sack fumble as he was getting sacked he was trying to throw the ball and his elbow snapped back it was in crazy play so what happened was as he was getting ready to throw the ball the linebacker i think his name is Hussein or something like that Hussein something Hits him on the arm and knocks the ball loose. But then as he's trying to throw the ball forward, his momentum takes his arm back forward and hits the ball like 10 yards down the field. This is reviewed, called a sack fumble. But worse than that is his UCL is torn in the process, leaving him without being a – he could not throw the ball. So they took him out of the game, and they were trying to get it. They thought it was nerves, maybe, like nerve endings. And so they were trying to get him warmed up. They were trying to work with him on the sidelines, see if they could get him back in the game. And inevitably, they had to insert their fourth string quarterback, Jack Johnson. This man has been a journeyman. He's played for 13 NFL teams. He goes in there, and he does the best he can. But in the third quarter, he ends up coming out of the game with a concussion. On a similar play, it was a play action pass. The uh, rush got to him and knocked him unconscious. So I really do feel for the 49ers fans. Man, that's that it's just tough. It's tough to get all the way to that point, you know, with a third string quarterback and then end up inserting your fourth string quarterback and then having your running back at one point in the game take snaps because you have no other options. So, tough, tough outing for the 49ers fans. I really feel for them. And the Eagles played okay. Like, I don't know how competitive that game would have been had that not happened to Brock Purdy, but I can tell you this, that the Eagles did not play their best football. And eventually you're going to wear down a defense even as great as the 49ers when their offense can literally not stay on the field. They couldn't get first downs, They didn't have a quarterback. They had no passing game, so you could just key off on the run. It was just – I ended up turning it off at the beginning of the fourth because there was just nothing that the 49ers could do offensively to manage to gain any yards. So, But kudos to the Eagles. They are now in the big bowl, and that completes the uh, first half of the Kelsey Bowl with Jason Kelsey being the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then next you have a game of games, a story that begins being told in the frigid air of Kansas City, Missouri. There had been a lot of talk leading up to this game. Many were anticipating what could go down in the history books as a all-time great back-and-forth battle between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. The game has every implication that each play will rewrite history. The teams are mortal enemies that detest one another. Arrowhead was claimed, Burrowhead, before the game, lighting a fire under the Chiefs, that they must show up and show out. Because there will not be another defeat at the hands of Joe Burrow. Or as I like, Joe Burr. Now, the game starts off with the Cincinnati Bengals getting the ball. And the Chiefs defense. Where they came from, no one knows. But they were there. And they were in force. Injuries mounted up on both sides. Players were giving everything they had to give in this game. It was back-and-forth battle. The score stalled at 20-20 in the fourth quarter. And there was a feeling that whoever had the ball last would be the one to claim victory on this day. And that, in fact, was the Chiefs that had the ball last with 30 seconds to go after a punt return of 27 yards that set them up with field possession right at the 50-yard line. They needed to get 20 yards to kick a decent field goal with, that had a shot in this frigid air. And on a third and five, Patrick Bleeping Mahomes wrote his name in infamy as he scrambled hobbly to the right and was two steps out of bounds when he was pushed by a Bengals defender, garnering a personal foul, and a 15-yard penalty that set the Chiefs up for a 45-yard field goal at the gun to win. Now, it wasn't that dramatic. There was actually terrible reffing, terrible reffing on both sides. Um, The game did have quite a bit of injuries. Tyler Boyd went out. <clears throat> the Chiefs were down three receivers by the third quarter. And, uh, yeah, it was a rough game to watch. I, you could almost feel how cold it was there as these players were, you know, freezing. Seemed like Patrick Mahomes became more hobbled as the game went on. It was rough. But the Chiefs did win. They were able to, they were able to limp out of that. And, again, kudos to them for completing the prior said Travis Kelsey, Jason, Kelsey, Super Bowl. Now, it is exciting. It is bittersweet when you get to these last games of the NFL season. It becomes more, I guess, repeated, the uh, things to talk about because there's not as many teams. But we did have some breaking news. And first and foremost, we want to start with Nathaniel Hackett being hired by the Jets, to be the offensive coordinator. This seems to be a play to try to get Aaron Rodgers. We'll see how that works out. You know how I feel about these older quarterbacks. We also have had Sean Payton now be traded to the Denver Broncos. He's traded because he still had one season left on his uh, New Orleans Saints contract. So the Broncos did trade for him, so it's looking like he will be the coach for the Denver Broncos next year. This is also bittersweet news because I loved watching him on Fox Sports, but also because now he is going to be a coach in the AFC West, which is where the Chiefs are. So it will be a battle moving into next year. And probably the biggest news of all this week is Tom Brady decides to retire retire this is his second retire consequently last year on the same date he said that he was retiring and then came back for one more year but I think it's time I think it's time for him to hang it up I think it's time for him to call it quits I think this last season proved to be his toughest season we watched his life in the public Scope of things go into shambles with the divorce from his wife We watched his agitation on the sideline As he kept getting sacked and hit Did not have a run game And looked prehistoric at times Trying to navigate the pocket and stay upright It is a sad day I being only 30 years old have not known an NFL Outside of one with Tom Brady in it and it, he will be missed, his competitive fire. But I do look forward to hearing him on Fox. He has signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox to be an analyst and to call games. So I look forward to that. Um, but yeah, it's hard to see one of the great ones go. And I feel like we're getting into this time in all sports where you're watching the ones that you watched as a child, leave the game. The Derek Jeters, the Alex Rodriguez, the Albert Pujols, Roger Clemens, the Kobe Bryants, the Shaquille O'Neal, eventually the LeBron James of the world, Carmela Anthony, Dwayne Wade, All these players that you grew up watching And Tom Brady is that and more in the NFL Many have compared him to Michael Jordan Have compared him to Tiger Woods Have compared him to the all-time greats in every sport And this is absolutely correct And quite frankly, the only way to describe this man I am on record as not a fan of Tom Brady. But everyone, regardless of who their favorite team is or what their favorite sport is, everyone will have a reverence for greatness in any aspect. And he was great. You didn't always like him, you didn't like the way he yelled, barked. You didn't like the way that he always seemed to be there toward the end. He was always in position. But the work that he put in, the strictness of how he played the game, the expectation of his teammates, and the high level that they should play at was something that we all could respect. He will be missed. He will be revered, and I look forward to seeing him call games and seeing what his real thoughts are on the Patrick Mahomes, the Joe Burroughs, the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herberts of the world. It'll be good to get a take from the greatest as he moves into his next career. I enjoy watching NFL players become sports analysts because it gives a different perspective to what's going on during the game or how to get ready for the game. And I think that's why the, uh, new Heights podcast by, with Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey has caught fire recently. They give us an insight on, um, what they go through, how they feel kind of their thought process. It's, um, broken down really nicely. And I always look forward to listening to their podcast Sports is something that brings us all together, makes us forget the problems that we might have, brings that competitive fire that we once had back into our lives. We cheer, we laugh, we cry, we love, and we honor the sports that we get to partake in by watching. And I don't ever want to take that for granted as a fan because... Least us not forget that we were once children, and we were once playing a child's game. And that that gets reminded, and we get reminded every time our favorite team steps out on the field, or on the court, for that matter. And it's good to see, it's good to watch. But it's also good to understand that they have lives and expectations and families and problems and difficulties, and they are all human. One thing that I took away from watching football over the weekend was the Cincinnati player that hit Patrick Mahomes on the sideline and caused the uh, personal foul. Watching him cry on the sideline after the game, knowing that He'd made a mistake that could have potentially cost his team the game. And I felt something. I felt pity. I felt sorry. I didn't get as much joy from it. Because I knew that for my team to win, somebody had to make an egregious mistake. And... It brings a real human element to this game That I think the cameras nowadays Do a better job of Filming You get everything (laughs) We were watching football Me and my family were sitting down over the weekend And watching football and I heard more cuss words (laughs) During the football game That was just picked up by the mics Than watching a movie You really feel the passion You can hear it from the fans in the stadium, from the players on the field. If you can read lips, well, hold on to your lug nuts because you're going to read some vulgar language because these people care deeply. And it's more than a paycheck. And I love to see it from the teams that I watch and the players that play, the great ones, the ones that are playing for their last hope of being able to play. There was a wide receiver on the Chiefs team. And we had three wide receivers go out of the game. But this wide receiver came in. His name is Marcus Kemp. Now, he's been a part of the Chiefs training squad for a long time. And special teams. And he had 24 tackles and four receptions in his NFL career. He is slated as a wide receiver. And he caught a pass on, I think, second and 10 to get a first down. In the second biggest game. That you have in football And he's ready to go And I think that speaks to Me as a fan personally And all of us It's like you never know when it's going to be your opportunity To do something great And you need to seize that moment And be ready for it Be always preparing for what you might have to do I think sports is a good reminder of that It's a good break from Reality in a sense, but it's also a good reminder to always be ready for that moment that you're needed, that you're called upon to do something truly great, truly outside of yourself. He was not expected to even get into the game. But three receivers go down and we need this backup's backup to make a play, and he does. And I think that speaks volumes about him and then also Brock Purdy. Nothing worse than seeing a team go down like that. 49ers. I mean, you could really really get a feel for the passion if you go back and watch George Kittle after the game in the uh, post conference talking and he talked he talks about how just bad it feels to just lose a game because you don't have a position. And let's really take this time to enjoy. The little bit of football we have left. I will be watching the Pro Bowl. I'm excited about the new setup for the Pro Bowl. But let's really enjoy these guys that we get to watch. Our favorites. The LeBrons. The Currys. You know. The Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. The Patrick Mahomes. The Joe Burrow. Let's really enjoy them. Because one day they won't be here. One day they'll hang it up like Tom. And we'll miss them. So let's watch in awe. As these humans, just like us, go do something great, not only for themselves, and their football, and their franchise, and their their Hall of Fame, and their attributes, and their accolades, and the things that they get out of doing it, the money that they make, but also for us, for our entertainment. This has been the Purple Jaguar. Thank you for listening as always. You can find me on Twitter at Nebula719M. You can also find me on YouTube at Nebula Media, Nebulas with two L's. If you have a question or you'd like to make a comment about anything you heard, please feel free to do so. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week.